You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Let's recap the first round of the NFL Draft, next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to FFT in 5. I'm Chris Towers. I'm here with Dave Richard, and first round of the NFL draft is in the books and we told you before the draft expect the unexpected and I think we more or less got that it was kind of a a weird one we you know it was it was a kind of situation where going into the draft like I looked at the Colts at number four and I thought well they could end up with their number two quarterback or they could end up with the number four quarterback or They could end up with the number three quarterback, as they did the way it actually played out. We'll talk about the quarterbacks first. Bryce Young, no surprise, went to the Panthers. That was what we all expected for the last couple of weeks. C.J. Stroud to the Texans. The Texans then traded up to number three to take Will Anderson. So that's a pretty nice nice pickup for them. Anthony Richardson ends up going number four to the Indianapolis Colts. Will Levis actually did not get drafted in the first round. Neither did Hendon Hooker. Which of these quarterbacks do you like most for fantasy in 2023? It's Anthony Richardson because I, think I it's got to be. I, yeah, I mean, look. First of all, he's really the only one of the five that have this monstrous ceiling. Statistically, big arm, no question about it. Does have the ability to to read defenses and and to make good decisions with the football. It's the accuracy that's mm-hmm. an issue, but it can be worked on. And he's just got a rushing prowess that none of the other quarterbacks have. The next best rusher in the class is Hendon Hooker, and he's coming back from a torn ACL. Who knows if he'll even play this year? So I think far and away, it's Anthony Richardson going to Indianapolis, working with the same coach that helped develop Jalen Hurts. And I think he might be further along as a prospect than Jalen Hurts was. And that could mean for some really outstanding moments in 2023. Do not be surprised to see Anthony Richard drafted in all of your leagues. And I think he'll be well worth a late round pick. I mean, you look at the type of guys who have turned in really, really productive outlier seasons outside of the top 100 at the quarterback position in in fantasy drafts. You're talking about Lamar Jackson, his breakout year, Jalen Hurts. Those kind of guys, you know, tend to, you know, the rushing quarterbacks, the guys with big rushing upside. And even like, you know, you look at Josh Allen, he was number 23, his rookie uh, season in, at the quarterback position. And given how bad he was uh, as a passer and the fact that he didn't start but 12 games that season. You know, he was a pretty useful fantasy option rushing for 631 yards. You know, that that might be the closest comp for Anthony Richardson. I don't think he'll I think it's unfair to expect him to develop the same way that Josh Allen did. But at least from a fantasy perspective as a rookie, that kind of impact is, I think, the the potential that you're looking at. Um, I mean, that I, I think that's the downside case. I think. Sure. I, I think the the. I think the downside that I'm going to choose is is something. Nah, I guess the down. Maybe you're right that that is the downside. I think Richardson can finish close. So maybe this is the upside case to what Jalen Hurts did in 2021. Sure, Hurts' first year as, as a starter in Philadelphia had some great games, had some crummy games. Ultimately, was the number 11 QB in fantasy points per game. It's not bad. Certainly worth 
a, a late round pick. Yeah. I imagine by the time we get to August, uh, assuming that we know that he'll be the week one starter for the Colts, people will take him uh, easily ahead of guys like, Russell Wilson, Gene yeah, Smith. Kirk Cousins, like he'll be, he'll go ahead of. Those he'll guys. go ahead of Kirk Cousins. Yeah, he might go ahead of Aaron Rodgers, and I think then they'll double back. Will. And they'll double back after taking Richardson and get Rodgers with him, and get mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins with him, or whoever, whatever veteran quarterback slips, and they'll just carry two quarterbacks into the year. I can't fault that plan. I kind of like that plan. All right, let's move on to the running backs where. I think Bijan Robinson, you know, Bijan Robinson and Jameer Gibbs, both top 12 picks, kind of a surprise, certainly for Gibbs where he landed. But we'll start with Bijan Robinson. Is he a first rounder for fantasy after getting drafted by the Falcons at number eight overall? No question about it. He might be top five in non PPR and in full PPR. I, I think he is. I think he makes the cut. I don't think Atlanta got him to split reps with Tyler Algier and Cordell yeah. Patterson, those dudes will take some work away. Atlanta ran the ball with their running backs. Forget about other players on the team. 455 times last year, and they averaged almost five yards per carry. Keep in mind, this is with Algier and Cordell mm-hmm. Patterson. They are a fundamentally great running team. And now you're adding Bijan Robinson to that? I, I think Robinson could absolutely come through as a stud RB1 maybe even the overall RB1 by the time it's all said and done. Yes, he's a first-round pick, even in full PPR. Now, Shamir Gibbs to the Lions. What the heck? I mean, (laughs) this DeAndre Swift has to get traded. There's no way they go into the season with David Montgomery on a pretty sizable three-year deal and DeAndre Swift and Shamir Gibbs, right? They can't go with all three of them. Except Swift's contract... It's it, it's not going to hurt them to Very carry cheap, it, yeah. and if they want to just have a cheap running back as depth for Jameer Gibbs, or they can rotate Gibbs and Swift, they can do that. They'll I'll have that option. Uh, we don't want them to do that. That would suck for Jameer Gibbs if they do that this year, and for but DeAndre Swift. The 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 more, <laughs> yes, of course for Swift. The more I think about it, the more I'm kind of warming up to Gibbs, and the more I'm kind of warming up to. All right, we know that David Montgomery's upside is lost because Gibbs can take that role in the passing game. At least he should. Mm-hmm. Um, here, here are three three things to note on Gibbs, and I'll go into in depth a little bit more on this on on the main FFT show. He split reps at Alabama. He barely played near the goal line at Alabama, and he's a horrible pass blocker. So those are some roles that he's probably not going to get the goal mm-hmm. line role, the pass blocking role. And so he's still going to share reps his rookie year. What if you draft both Lions? It's not going to take crazy draft capital. People are going to be off on David Montgomery. You might be able to get him in late round five, early round six, and you might be able to land Gibbs two rounds later. I kind of like that. You'll have an RB2 locked up all season long on one of the teams with the best offensive lines in football. Should be a better defensive team as well. You'll get somebody that can get you good fantasy points week in and week out if you do that. All right, we had a wide receiver run towards the end of the first round. Four straight picks were wide receivers. Jackson Smith, Njigma to the Seahawks at 20. Quentin Johnston to the Chargers. Zay Flowers to the Ravens. Jordan Addison to the Vikings. Who's the first one you're going to take in 2023 drafts? I, I really don't know. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not in. I'm not like swooning for any of these guys. All right, I love the talent of Zay Flowers. But we know he's going to share yeah, with don't love the other pass yeah. catchers in Baltimore. 
I love the talent of Quentin Johnston long-term. I really think that he's got the most upside, but he's sharing and Jackson Smith and Jigba. He's absolutely sharing. And it's going to be, I'm scared of a very disappointing rookie year, but eventually he gets his opportunity to be great. And then Jordan Addison might, he might actually be the safest. I think that's the the one. one. I think that's the one because he's the safest to get you 900 yards and six touchdowns. I don't know if any of the other receivers have that type of potential for 2023. The problem is that I don't know if his ceiling will be any better than that. As long as he's sharing with Justin Jefferson. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I think he's got the clearest path to being on the field for, you know, 70% of the snaps right away. And, and, you know, could be probably the number three option in that offense, but that could be 110 targets. It's just, is it, could it be 130 targets? Probably going to be tougher to get to that path. But I I think if I had to take one of them right now, it'd be Jordan Addison. And then Dalton Kincaid to the bills. They've already got Dawson Knox high volume passing offense, but probably going to be hard for him to matter as a rookie. Right. I for sure. But I think they drafted him the way that I kind of viewed him. He's way more of a wide receiver than a Mm -hmm. tight end. He might be the sixth best pass catcher in this draft. And so they're adding him because he's going to be a mismatch piece. And, you know, Buffalo still should theoretically throw a ton. That's what they're going to do. Will he matter for fantasy? I'm thinking not in his rookie year, maybe in his second year. And ever, I I wasn't the biggest Kincaid fan uh, of his his overall profile. So Mm -hmm. I'm probably going to be out on Kincaid. And just to keep in mind, this is a very good rookie tight end class. Tight ends usually take a while to develop. It's very rare for a rookie tight end to be good for fantasy. That's something to keep in mind, even without you know a, a less than ideal landing spot for an uh, immediate production. And that's going to do it for you know we'll, we'll we'll call it FFT in ten today because it's a big show, a lot of a lot of stuff to talk about from the first round. We'll be back tomorrow to talk about day two of the NFL draft. We'll have more coverage throughout. Make sure you listen to the full episode of Fantasy Football today as they break down the entire first round, everything you need to know, and we'll see you next time. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app.